All right, it's that time again, Allie. For Mr. Babagunish. The master of the wide open spaces between the ears. That's the title that he's yes, hello, made. Everybody. Hi, Baba. I am feeling very jolly today. Having a good day? Yes, I am. Where is my podium? Right over there. Oh, this is very nice. I want to thank you again for giving my, me my own space with my own lighting source. <laughs> because... It's very difficult to read down here in this studio, as we have talked about before. Yeah, because that light bulb keeps... Why is it gone again? I know, somebody keeps taking the light bulb. Yeah, care to explain? I like it a little dimmer in here. I like the lights, I like the the flashing console lights. You like your man cave dark? (laughs) I do, actually. But, you know, I brought in this other lamp here, and Baba, you've got your own little lamps... Uh, on the music stand, right? That's kind of handy. Yes, I like this. I can see very well over here. Okay, it is time for Baba News. And I know it has been a long time. Uh, You would think I would have lots of news, but I have only three stories today. Kind of steady in your country, then. I guess that's good. Well, so, so, so. I like to start with this first story with a question for you, Ali. Okay. How would you feel if you were to wash your clothing in the morning, put it in the open for drying, like on one of those, what do you call it? The clothesline? Yes, the clothesline. What if you had put your clothing on the clothesline in the morning, but then by evening time, the clothes have disappeared? I would wonder why someone took my clothes and why they don't have a life. (laughs) Yes, but I think I know what you might think. You might think somebody has taken it, or perhaps it was taken away by a monkey. That hasn't crossed my mind. Thank you. Well, it is a very common occurrence in India, but that is not what is going on in this story at all. (laughs) What if your neighbor has taken it and has eaten it as her daily diet? (laughs) (laughs) Yes! That is exactly what is going on in the tiny village of Karnatata. (laughs) I think you butchered that name. I should know how to pronounce this. Karnataka. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) It may seem weird to you, but it is true. Over there in the houses in this village, you won't find a single cloth drying outside of the houses as one of the known neighbors is taking it away so that she can chew these clothing as a part of her daily diet. Is your neighbor a goat, I guess? That's not my neighbor. Well, it's the neighbor. neighbor. <laughs> no, it is not a goat. Her name is Bangari. She is a 35-year-old woman who walks out early in the morning looking for food. <laughs> Air quotes around food. Hanging in the neighbor's houses. And she is particular about what she eats. She relishes only cotton clothing. <laughs> she has a particular taste. That's correct. So basically she's hunting. She's looking. Yes. Bangari does not have a problem with her digestion. You would think otherwise, but that is not the case. She is fine. According to her mother, she developed this this rather unusual habit right from an early age. As Bangari grew, she found it difficult to outgrow her habit of eating clothing. That's... How can she live from that? I mean, you're not getting any protein. Or any vitamins at all. 
I mean, isn't, like, the main purpose for food to, like, supply all that kind of stuff? Yes, I, you would think so. I don't know what she's getting out of this. <laughs> Pleasure. As the family members were not able to wean her from this cloth-eating diet, the family members started stocking her favorite food in a bag so that she could eat it whenever she felt hungry instead of stealing them from the neighbors. However, when the stock at home gets over, she goes around the neighborhood in search for food. <laughs> That's a happy story. It's always interesting with you, Baba. This news you can't get anywhere else. And where do you get this stuff? That is why you keep having me back. I know. <laughs> Speaking of eating, I have another eating story, but this is not humorous whatsoever. This is about a very, very fat girl. Oh. She might even be the fattest girl in the world at age six. Now, last month, I remember seeing in the news about the fattest boy, age six, I think he was, out of China. His name was Lu Hao. He w- I think you saw the pictures of him. He yeah. was huge. Big baby. Well, this girl has passed the weight of that little boy. Oh, wow. Yes. Same age and everything? Six years old. She has scoffed her way past the world's fattest boy with her eating. She is three foot, five inches tall, and she weighs a staggering 203 pounds. You're kidding. That is the weight of a Great Dane. Or... England's rug- rugby player, Johnny Wilkinson. And how tall is he? I don't know. I don't have to do some research on that. <laughs> her name is Suman. She devours... I'm going to get into her diet in just a minute. But just for starters, she likes to devour two giant plates of rice, two bowls of fried fish, two fried eggs, and a couple of omelets just for lunch. Oh my gosh. <laughs> This is not funny. That's right after her two breakfasts of biscuits, bananas, regs, eggs, and rice. Her mother isn't sure how much her daughter eats because immediately after lunch, she drags herself across the road to demand more food from her neighbors. <laughs> her mother says she's hungry all the time and all she does is cry. I do not like seeing my daughter so sad, so I need to feed her. What am I meant to do? Suman was born a healthy. She was born at a healthy weight of eight pounds nine ounces, but her appetite grew from the moment she began drinking milk. <laughs> her father earns ten pounds a week as a farmer, which he spends almost entirely on Suman's greed, often leaving the rest of the family very hungry. Jeez. <laughs> She does no exercise and is exhausted walking for any more than one minute, often collapsing on a sweaty heap. That's bad. On the floor. Suman spends her entire day sitting in front of the television or watching her older sister, twice her age and half her size, play with the neighborhood friends. (laughs) Here, okay, here is her diet in case you are interested. For breakfast, breakfast number one, 7 a.m. 20 biscuits and 12 bananas. <laughs> Breakfast number two at 9.30. Two plates of rice and five eggs. Oh my gosh. And then she has a snack. <laughs> 15 biscuits. That's a snack. And 10 bananas. <laughs> Lunch at 12. Two plates of rice, 
two bowls of fish and a potato curry, two omelets and a pickle. <laughs> For a snack, ten sweets, fifteen biscuits, ten bananas, and two packets of crisps. That's a snack? And finally, dinner time comes <laughs> around, and she has another two plates of rice, two bowls of fish curry, potato, and tomato chutney. What about late night snacks? Does she have those? I think she collapses after that and goes to bed. Here's a picture of her if you'd like to see. And she's six years old? That's six years old. Wow. Her face is like bloated. Wow, that's pretty sad actually. We shouldn't be making fun of this, Baba. Yeah. Why am I making fun? I'm just reporting the news as I see it. Okay, my last story here is about a priest. It may seem bizarre, but believe it or not, there is a priest in Uttar Pradesh, uh, the district of, uh, of, of Latipur. He has developed a bizarre liking for electrical shocks. He That's... cannot do without his daily dose for a sound sleep. <laughs> Baba, not me, Baba Mangal Das, the priest of Ram Janaki Temple, in Uttar Pradesh state of India is addicted to this weird habit for three years and he strangely claims to have never faced an adverse effect. He says that at night I plug this wire in and place a live wire either inside of my mouth, ears or under my armpit to sleep well. Without hovering electric shocks I turn restless. I have been doing this for the past three or four years. The 52-year-old priest is said to have been fond of opium, smack, and marijuana. His craving for intoxication remained unquenched until he experienced electric shock on touching one end of an electrified iron rod in 2004. Mangal Das loves getting his dose of thrills from a kitchen heater's coil while it is switched on. Over it, he places one end of a rod and takes the other rod to his tongue. That's weird. He said he used to use marijuana a lot, but it slowly stopped intoxicating him. So he started getting electric shocks to satisfy his cravings. <laughs> and that is so very much it for today's Baba News. Thank you for your tales. I don't even know what to call them. Tales of wisdom, tales of glory, tales of unbelievable... Um, See, you're drawing a blank, too. I can't even put words around it. <laughs> Thank you so very much. I will take that as a compliment. Enjoy your nasty <laughs> drink, and I will talk to you very soon. Okay. Th- Thank you for visiting. <laughs>